Today's episode of Anime Out of Context discusses a recent tragedy that resulted in the loss of 35 human lives. While we do not want to make light of the matter, at the heart of our show we are a comedy podcast, and we feel that it would be most respectful for us to honor those whose lives were lost and the legacy that they've left behind by performing our show the way we know best. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I respectfully disagree with anime I don't like because I'm not a savage. I'm Sean Rollins. And I'm Remington Chase. Remington, today is going to be a bit of a serious episode uh, because Remington, uh, the anime community, and I would say just the com- the world community as a whole has suffered a terrible tragedy. This tragedy, I don't know a ton about, but I know the bare basics and i know enough that it is really messed up it is considered the worst mass killing in japan's history since world war uh, (sighs) Two. dang which it it blows the mind that something like this could even happen especially not to a studio like kyoani or kyoto animations as its uh, full title is uh, Remington, so w- I felt that it would be a good idea to do an episode on a, one of my favorite Kyoto anime uh, productions because though this deep and horrible tragedy has ha- happened and it pains my heart that this has happened, uh, I wanted to d- put out an episode to show that we still love and care for this studio and we want to show our support by talking about one of our favorite things that they have produced or at least one of my favorite things that they've produced. Whether or not you like it, that's up to you. Which in no way is us putting us ourselves on any sort of pedestal, but it's just a nice, simple way to to look back in in some positive fashion. Hopefully, yes, yes, we want to look at the good and and hope upon hope that uh, the studio will recover as best as physically possible. Because there's no way to recover from uh, completely from this kind of thing. But we want to show Kyoani that they have our podcast support as well as uh, our community's support. I would hope in, in just all of the small ways for anybody who is either unaware about this it's just a a very small way to to show our our support and that our hearts go out to them uh, of course it it's not crazy it's not major it, it's a, a drop in the bucket overall but ultimately it, it still feels like something that should be done which is why it's going to be so bad if i end up hating this <laughs> More than any other anime, I really, really hope that I like this one. Honestly, Rob, <laughs> KyoAni puts out way more good things than they have ever stinkers, and I would not show you a stinker for this uh, episode, even though we are technically in a bit of a feud between our Discord server and our, uh, well, you. <laughs> this is a little break between the feud that I think I think the Discord can 100% understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to help uh, support Kyoto Animations, there are a couple different ways you can do it. You can buy uh, their digital prints directly from their online store. They're only a couple yen a piece, about three bucks American. Uh, so you can just have these high-quality digital stills. Or uh, Sentai Filmworks has uh, started a Kickstarter well, not a Kickstarter, a GoFundMe to help help KyoAni heal. And we'll drop a link for this when this episode goes up as well. We'll have it in the show notes. We'll also put it on the Twitter and the Discord mm-hmm. when this episode is released. So check any of those and you should be able to find it. Yeah, so if you have any, any spare change, anything really to help donate, then please do. If not, then just make sure that you're showing as much support as possible. Right now, uh, as of this recording, it's actually doing really well. They had a $750,000 goal and currently they're sitting at 1.9 million donated. Oh. So See, and, and it's always, 
always it's always very good and th- that is absolutely phenomenal and it reminds me of Mr. Rogers he he had this one great little quote that talks about when tragedy strikes look for the helpers because there are always so many there are always so many amazing people who are there to help show all of their love and assistance and gratitude towards anybody in need and so sure there may be one absolute terrible person who did a terrible thing, but there are so many more who are there to help and show their love. And I, I think that that's an important thing to to hold tightly. And, and I hope that it's something we can foster in our own community, that, that general sense of, of optimism, which certainly I know that I, as a person on the podcast, I'm not terribly known for my optimism. No, but, we're both kind of a salty pair, but... <laughs> but, but that's in, in realms of uh, bad anime. In, in the realms of, of humanity, I, I think definitely fostering acceptance, love, and and assistance is ideal. And looking for those things, it, it can really bring things into perspective after a tragedy like this. Yes. And uh, just a mild disclaimer, be careful of which GoFundMes you donate to. Uh, I only recommend doing the Sentai Filmworks one because they're an official company uh, with a big heart who want to help. Uh, there are a lot of fake uh, KyoAni donations out there, so only use the link we dis- uh, we drop or search KyoAni Sentai, and they will uh, get you there quickly. Uh, but just for a bit of clarification for you, Remington. So I'm about to explain what happened in a very simple and straightforward manner. Uh, if you, for whatever reason, you are not comfortable with hearing about the specifics of tragedy, then please feel free to skip forward a couple seconds, a minute or two, is, and we'll get to the episode as soon as possible. But I feel like it's best to have as much context as possible for what people are donating for. On July 18th, 2019, an arsonist set the Kyoto Animation studio on fire, injuring and killing several people. Uh, As of current, the total death count is a little over 33 people, which is... Good God! Yeah, it's the greatest mass... I say greatest. It's the worst mass killing in Japan uh, since war times, which is... And and so often we just hear these as as numbers or as statistics, but I, I think it's important to just emphasize the fundamental humanity. These are people with complex relationships and lives and hopes and dreams and, and fears families and, and families and recognizing the complex humanity I, I think is also something very important during these times so that they don't only exist as numbers. Yes. And as far as all the information we know right now, uh, the suspect has been caught. Um, as far as motives or who the suspect was, we don't know. And honestly, I feel like we should keep it that way. Yep. Even even if the name was released, we, we wouldn't share it. Yep. Because this person does not deserve to have his name in any light, which is the way most tragedies should be covered but well we're american so uh he has been captured and the closest thing to a motive we uh have heard about is him shouting about plagiarism but according to the uh, official kyoani people that he has never worked for or ever been a part of the studio uh and that's basically the summary of what happened. I could go into more detail, but honestly, I don't think we need to. At this point, just if you can, donate. If not, spread the word. Talk about, or even better, just talk to other people about what Kyoto Animation's stories have done for you as a person. Remington, I don't know if you're aware of this, but your favorite anime of all time was made by KyoAni. And which one would that be? Your name. Oh, that that is easily my favorite anime movie. Uh, It's number one anime movie. I'm 
I'm not sure if it's my number one anime of all time. I definitely know it made my top five list. I think it might have been on third or second. Phenomenal, phenomenal movie. And they're just so good at capturing humanity. So good. They are. And that's what makes this such a tragedy, Rem. But which isn't it would be just as much tragedy if, for example, the studio behind Sword Art Online, as oof as it is, even though they don't create things that I personally adore, that would just be equally as bad. Yes. And hopefully this will be our little tribute to Kyo Annie in general. Okay, so with, with that background established, let's start talking about exactly what we're doing today, what anime we're going to be jumping into and exploring right now. Yes, because after all, Robinson, we are a comedy podcast. <laughs> I know we just started with 10 minutes of somber, heavy-handed oh. shit. <laughs> But we do have to at least try some form of comedy here and there. I uh, Yeah, we're funny, right, guys? Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the best way to deal with tragedy, I find, is with lighthearted laughter and comedy uh, to some extent. So that's what we're going to do for you. <laughs> In Remington today, I have a movie that is very bereft of lighthearted comedy and uh, uh, laughter. So it's actually kind of a very heavy-handed movie at times. Uh, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the least funny episode of Anime Out of Context. Uh, if you wanted to laugh, uh, you came to the wrong place. Though, frankly, isn't that just true most of the time? <laughs> and when we laugh, we're not laughing at the, at, uh, the thing. We're laughing because we're awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> That's just that's just the best way to I, I like to think that's up. the only reason that people who listen to our podcast laugh at all. We we've had many emails talking about how we help cheer people up and how they they laugh all the time when listening to our podcast, which is very flattering and I can only imagine it's because they feel uh, just super uncomfortable. It can't be because we're funny because let's face it, we're not. <laughs> No, no, no. We've been doing this for a year. That doesn't mean we're anywhere close to being funny. It's uh, it's a sad state of affairs, to say the least. All right, so we're going to be dealing with a nice, heavy-handed, emotional anime. What is it generally about? Okay, Remington, I have a very serious question for you. I have a semi-serious answer. <laughs> what is the scariest, meanest thing you can think of? Ooh, okay. Uh, scariest, meanest thing. Uh, it would be you creating this podcast and torturing me. That would be... <laughs> That would top the list, but I don't imagine that it's uh, a podcast ab about us. Yeah, we don't have a we don't have an immediate uh, corollary to our podcast in anime form, unfortunately. I, I mean, granted, the last time we did uh, Kyoto Animation, we did Remington the anime uh, because I was, as I was told, it was my name. But <laughs> but I, I don't think that is is going to be it. So I'm going to guess something like, oh, is it going to be something like re like child abuse or something like that? Oh, not. really. Really? But you're on the right track. Oh, no. <laughs> the scariest, meanest thing I can think of is elementary school kids. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, it was a, a jokey, meme answer. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, elementary school kids are, are pretty, pretty awful. Shout out to all elementary school kids who are listening to the podcast. Which really why, shouldn't be. Why are you listening to the show? <laughs> if, you, if you're an elementary school student and you're listening to the show. Why? Oof. I'm just going to say oof. Okay. You, so you are making strong decisions. Yeah, you see that red E next to the title of the podcast? Did you listen to the beautiful dulcet tones of our editor uh, expounding on why this is not a show for kids? Eh, kids don't listen to that us. That being said, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for the download. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. You're bumping up our numbers. We dig it. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, so it's going to be about elementary school? Uh, to an extent. Uh, so, Remington, what uh, KyoAni is really famous for are their character studies, as it were. Talking about real human people and the issues and trials of being a human. Because I hate to break it to you, Rem, but one of the hardest things we have to do is be human. Yep, and that's one of the things I absolutely adore, not only with general anime, but I also have adored with your name in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, today is another film. We're doing another film because KyoAni's films are fantastic. I've yet to see one that have just left a sour taste in my mouth. So that's good. On, good on you, KyoAni. All right. Is it is it one that I I will have heard of? Probably not. Perfect. Because you never hear about anything. You're right? not wrong. Especially not anime. <laughs> I, I try to keep myself sheltered whenever possible. Yeah, yeah. Which is a shame because this movie is actually really fucking fantastic. I better be because if if on our little special episode in part two, I just start off with, so it's really bad, then it's just gonna make everyone look bad, and by everyone, I mean just me. Yeah, it's gonna make mostly you look bad, because I'm (laughs) singing this movie's praises, and I think everybody else will sing their praises as well. I'm optimistic right now. I'm confident they haven't done me wrong. In fact, they've done me very well in the past, so I'm expecting they'll do me very well now. Alright, so this is a movie uh, titled Koe no Katachi. But of course, as a a person who's fluent, I I already already know what that means, but for those who don't know what it means, Sean, maybe maybe you should interpret it for them. Oh, that's very true, but since you're such an expert, Rem, what do you think koe no katachi uh, means in English? I I mean, I, I don't want to sound condescending. You're, you are the brains of, of this podcast. I don't want to steal no, your no, job no. or duties. No, 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 I insist. We've been doing this for over a year. You must have picked up some basic Japanese by this point. Uh, of course. Can you can you just repeat it one more time uh, for me? Make sure I have it all precisely correct. Koe no katachi. Koe no katachi, obviously. Uh, uh, it, it it obviously means uh, <laughs> my, my first thought was a bad one. <laughs> so <laughs> we're off to a great my, my first thought would have had to be edited out. So I'm going to skip that one. Uh, but it was a completely incorrect translation anyway. And obviously it means there there is a hummingbird in my f- front room, and it, <laughs> it's, it's a very interesting story. Yeah. Uh, it, it, hummingbirds, of course, uh, signify innocence and, and youth which is great because the story is going to be about uh, an, an eight-year-old girl who, who finds a hummingbird in her front room and it's very strange and so she follows this this hummingbird and, and it takes her on an adventure that's very empowering for her and teaches her how to how to love and respect herself because she often gets bullied by the other kids and, and it's just a very, very uh, enlightening. It's, it's a really good metaphor uh, and and uh, a great title. You know, Remington, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah? You're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if there was a hummingbird in there, though. Everyone, everyone would have been amazed, including me. <laughs> I mean, you got one part kind of right. Oh, man. Yeah. Humming uh, equals sound. Uh, and the actual title is simply a silent voice. Okay. Okay. Silent voice. But of course, you know, I think it might have been your inflection that threw oh, me off. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Uh, hum- hummingbird. Very, very close to uh, the Japanese word for, for silent is, is completely un- true, but that, that's what I'm going to argue. <laughs> Are you... Uh, let's have a little Japanese lesson, Remington. What do you think hummingbird actually is in Japanese? I, I would answer your question, but I worry that it would just end up as a horrible stereotype of reality, <laughs> so I am going to plead the fifth on my answer for that. Achidori. Achidori. But if, see, it's so close. I yeah, no. I just got confused Spot on. Bit. It just had um, none of the same uh, notes in it. That's fine. <laughs> 
All right, so a silent voice, is it about a mute little girl? Uh, in a sense, yes. In a uh, sense. Not mute, deaf. Oh, deaf, okay, okay, I dig it. Yes, because uh, what this show is, Remington, is a very heart-touching uh, redemption story, I suppose you could say. Uh, allow me to just give you the straight-up synopsis, because what this show is about is, well, about, one, how horrible kids can be to start with, because it starts out with a deaf girl getting bullied because she's deaf. Oh, you know what? I figured this out. Yeah. So their previous movie that we saw, Your Name, right? it was Human and Heart-Wrenching Freaky Friday. Yes. So now we're going to have, I'm thinking what has deaf girls where where they're uh, maybe a bit poorly treated. And so this is going to be Human and Heart-Wrenching A Quiet Place. <laughs> <laughs> I, the face that Sean just gave me. I, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Listeners, you cannot see the face that Sean just gave me, but it was filled with, with such, such bewilderment, such, such astonishment uh, uh, of what came out of my mouth. I, huh. <laughs> Considering how many times I've watched this movie and how much I love this movie, uh, Jesus fuck, Remington! (laughs) (laughs) So I take it, maybe not quite. (laughs) No, No, there's nothing supernatural in this one. Hey, it wasn't supernatural, it was probably some alien monsters. That's supernatural in a nutshell, that's just sci-fi supernatural. No, aliens aren't supernatural, they're just natural that we don't understand. That's different. You would say it's almost a super quality of them. (laughs) All right, so uh, continue with the actual synopsis. So far, I am 0 for 2. Okay. (laughs) What a surprise. Your ratio is just growing even bigger and bigger. (laughs) Hey, but like the few times that I'm sort of right, it's so impressive. You mean all two times in over 60 episodes? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. All right. So here's the uh, uh, the straight up synopsis. Uh, as a wild youth, elementary school student Shoya Ishida sought to beat boredom in the cruelest ways, uh, as oh. most children do. Uh, oh uh, no. <laughs> Uh, when the deaf Shoko Nishimiya transfers into his class, Shoya and the rest of his class thoughtlessly bully her for fun. Oh, so one, one of our main characters is is the bully of yes. the deaf girl. Yes, our our primary main character, yes. Oh! Uh, however, when her mother, mother notifies the school, he is singled out and blamed for everything done to her. Uh, okay. I, which, I see what they're going for there. Which has happened uh, in the past, and I've seen it happen, actually. Uh... With Shoko transferring out of the f- school, Shoya is left at the mercy of his classmates. He is heartlessly ostracized all throughout elementary and middle school while all the teachers turn a blind eye. Well, fuck those teachers. Oh, yeah. No, uh, rather fuck everybody involved except for this poor guy. Well, at least like elementary school kids, like they're awful, but at the same time, their brains like hardly exist. They have like n- almost no development in their brains yet. So they're awful, but it's not ingrained in them. Like, they should know better, but they don't. With the adults, it's like, not only do you have way less reason not to know better, but it's like one of your primary roles to make sure this doesn't happen. Yeah, but uh, to the adults, they do believe that he is the exclusive victim because none of the other students speak up. He was just the most obvious one to do the bullying. Oh, Which, uh, you know, it can happen. And oh my God, how sucky is that? I mean, to be fair, shouldn't have done the horrible fucking shit in the first place, but I can see how this could 
would happen. All right. So instead of it being human and and heart-wrenching A Quiet Place, it's actually human and heart-wrenching Merchant of Venice a la Shakespeare. So this kid is Shylock, clearly. And he, <laughs> he's, he's a bad guy, but he's being punished just way too harshly. And and that's the, the route I'm going now. It doesn't surprise me at all that you empathize with the Merchant of Venice, Remington. <laughs> like, that that's you to a T, isn't it? I, I played Shylock once, and it felt very natural. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you also play the main dude in Taming of a Shrew? I, I did. It, it's very indicative who, who who I've played in in different shows. Oh, you know, I was with you in that production as well. Yeah. I was one of the side hoes. I'm... <laughs> I've I've also played uh, Caius Cassius in uh, in Julius Caesar. So really, just looking at my Shakespeare resume, it there there is some tendencies that that are common. Have you played Tybalt yet? Uh, I I've not, but frankly, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, that sounds like a uh, Remington type character. <laughs> All right, so uh, so he gets super ostracized and and punished and treated terribly. Yep. Now in his third year of high school, Shoya is still plagued by his wrongdoings as a young boy. He genuinely regrets all the things he did because after all, not only did he do all these horrible things, but he actually has experienced all the horrible things he did firsthand, which can definitely change your perspective on a lot of things. Oh, yeah. And sincerely regretting his past actions, he sets out on a journey of redemption uh, to meet Shoko once more and make amends to her in whatever way he can. All right, one final revision. Okay. <laughs> instead of human and heart-wrenching Merchant of Venice, instead, this has become human and heart-wrenching My Name is Earl. <laughs> <laughs> Final answer. Oh my god. I at least appreciated the Shakespeare symbolism, but fuck. <laughs> Have you actually seen My Name is Earl? It's a very fitting reference. Uh, I'm just amazed. My all. Name is Earl, genuinely good show. Uh, real talk, it's the sequel to your name. Uh, <laughs> what's your name? Uh, Earl. Found it out. <laughs> Got it in one, motherfucker. We're, we're figuring out all these subtle connections, John. is the best anime studio out there. My name is Earl is my favorite anime. <laughs> oh, so good. Crab Man is my waifu. <laughs> oh, really? I've always felt Earl was best girl. Oh, God. All right, so uh, there's my new final answer, so I, I'm, I'm confident now. Uh, you're fucking wrong. Oh, come on. <laughs> But not too wrong. Uh, and honestly, Ren, this is a very heartwarming, amazing film. Uh, care to take a guess at how it's ranked on Mal? Uh, well, let's see. I feel like your name was was ranked like number 12 or something. Right. So I'm going to say that this one definitely ranked lower because your name is like the one, but still ranked pretty high. I'm going to guess like between like 27 and 33. Okay. Uh, just so you know, Kimi no Nawa, or your name, was ranked is currently ranked number six on Mal. Oh, man. Okay, then... Maybe lower my current guess by six. Uh, Koe no Katachi, or uh, A Silent Voice, is currently rated as the 11th top anime. Oh! It has a 9.02 on Mal, wow. with about uh, 729,000 uh, votes. Jeez. Whereas Kimi no Nawa is at 9.12, with a little over uh, 1.09 million. Whew. 
So yeah, people like this movie, Rem. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't, oh no. <laughs> if if I don't like this, then I am going to be crucified and ostracized, uh, much like our main character, frankly. Really? That season got all the way up to the second slot. I guess I'll have to watch it. Uh, <laughs> Stay focused, Sean. Uh, Look, I mean, I'm looking at the top anime pages, and it's rare when something jumps up from, like, I don't know, the bottom 30. Not the bottom 30, but, like, the top 30 all the way up to second place of all time. Oh, jeez. I'm a little shocked, but I have heard good things. Uh, We'll have to do an episode on that soon. Uh, But disregarding that, and that's all I can really prep you for, Remington, as it's a movie. Telling you anything else would be more spoilery. In fact, all I've told you is basically the entire first arc. You kind of know how it's going to go. But the way it handles it and the way it deals with human emotion and coping mechanisms and depression. It's going to be very interesting, very human, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. It might not be the same tier as, as your name for you, uh, but for me, it's about equal just due to the difference of themes. And honestly, as someone who was bullied in school... I sympathize heavily with both Shoko. Shoko? Did I say that right? <laughs> God, I, I hope I said that right. Uh, yeah, Shoko. Uh, I, not only do I heavily sympathize with Shoko, uh, but I also really heavily empathize with Shoya as well. Because though I never did bullying myself, uh, being a non-crippled, uh, well, I should say, I shouldn't say crippled, a, a non-disabled person who suffered a lot of bullying in junior high and the beginning of high school, I know how rough it can be. So I... This movie touches me in all the right places, let's just say. And that's definitely something else that I can relate to, so I think I'll be able to certainly connect with those messages there in this. And something that I remember from your name, it wasn't just that it had, like, some crazy innovative ideas or story or anything. It's just that it did everything so well. And so I'm eager to see if that is the same case for this. If it at all is even half of what your name was, then I'm confident that I I will really like it and that it'll hit it out of a park. Yep. And I hope it does because I'll be honest, Remington, there are some really good characters in this show and uh, uh, the main character's best friend is probably one of my favorite characters because he reminds me of myself even though he's kind of a, a, a doughy uh, goof. <laughs> oh, so, perfect. Uh, Which character uh, reminds you of me, Sean? Uh, well, quite frankly, since you've always been a bit of a bully, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'd go with the main character. <laughs> Yeah, little known fact, uh, that's actually how we first met. Remington was my biggest bully in high school. Yep, uh, Sean was a a sad deaf girl. Yes. (laughs) Which is amazing that I recovered enough to the point where I can do an auditory-only medium. Sean actually can't hear anything that I'm saying, unfortunately. He he hasn't had any uh, assistance on that front. He's just very good at reading lips. Mm -hmm. And I'm so good at reading lips that I can read the lips of our podcast when we listen to it. I can just just feel the smacking of the lips in the deep cuts of the audio file. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. And with that, Remington, let's go watch A Silent Voice. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching the entirety of the hit 2016 anime, A Silent Voice. 
And quite frankly, if you have not seen this movie, go watch this movie. You should definitely go watch this movie before listening to us talk about it. Highly recommended to do that. <laughs> so what you're saying, Remington, is you actually want people to watch this movie? Uh, I, I would say so. I, I, I want people to watch this movie. I think it's very worthwhile to watch. I'm also going to anger a few people with some of the things that I'm going to say. Remington. I, but nonetheless, go watch it before I upset people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and before we get into the uh, discussion itself, just a mild disclaimer. Uh, in theory, you've all seen it and come back at this point because uh, just the extra disclaimer of this particular anime deals a lot with some heavy themes, primarily depression, suicide, um, social anxiety, as well as many other mental health issues. So if you're not comfortable with that kind of thing or those kinds of discussions, you might want to skip this one. Otherwise, hold on to your butts because Remington is about to piss us off, I'm sure. I am also going to validate some things. All right, Rem. You're on thin ice already and we just started. So Rem, A Silent Voice. It is one of the most popular anime films of all time and for good reason. But my question to you is is where do you stand? I think that it is very worth watching and that people should definitely watch it. Yeah. I don't like that answer, Rem. <laughs> it's a good answer. I, there was a lot of hesitation in your voice. Well, it's, it's about, it's like you were about to say you think this isn't a good movie. No, it's, it is exceptional. Some of the best I've seen in some areas. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, I've never seen you this scared to voice your opinion about a show, Remington. Well, I mean, there are some opinions that I have, and given the episode that it is, and the anime that it is, this is gonna be a little bit unpopular. Jesus fucking Christ, Remington, I tried to do something nice for you. And I, I enjoyed it. I, overall, I liked the movie. But? There is a but. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty big butt since you're pussyfooting around it so much. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a somewhat Sword Art Online 2 emphasis on the butt. Uh, but we, we can, you choose, you choose, Sean, how we go around exploring this this part of our episode on, on Silent Voice. <laughs> Honestly, Rem, I was thinking about having you save it towards the end because, you know, that way people will listen to the point where they, uh, to the majority of it, and then you can piss them off at the end. But honestly, I feel like you owe it to the people to piss them off now and decide whether or not you're worthwhile. Because like this, I think this movie is incredibly worthwhile. I'm not certain if you are. <laughs> let, let me say, I, I liked it. I think that it's very worth watching. I think that overall, it's probably a little bit overrated, but not by a huge amount, but definitely by a certain amount. It probably wouldn't make my top five. It That's fine. might make my top 10, but probably not. That's fine. And there were a couple elements of it that I thought it handled badly. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, here we but go. But let me let me start off by by saying the obvious things because I I think I should start with the obvious really good things. Okay. Obviously, it's super beautiful and stunning. I think that it gets immediate character development very strong through a montage that had music from the Who, which was unexpected and I just thought it was delightful. Perfect. I I really enjoyed it. I especially love that song too. So it works. And and that was great to see. I think that the single greatest 
greatest thing about A Silent Voice is how emotionally captivating it is. It will definitely make you feel things. It will impact you emotionally very powerfully. I think that it has a good idea towards mental illness themes. And although I don't think it handled mental illness perfectly, I think that on balance, it handled them very, very well and that it gets the emotional truth of those things very, very strongly. I think that it had a great visual style. I liked the motif, especially with the exes and the, the sense of exclusion and friendship that the exes were able to impart on us. I think that on those fronts, it did so well. But I also think some great things about it. There were some amazing moments, very, very powerful moments. And I think that uh, when it comes to moments like uh, when their children and uh, our main characters end up fighting in a very uncomfortable fight scene because it's just flailing and struggling in desperation. I thought that was uh, very well done. I, I thought that the the moments that it handled uh, the the suicide were were pretty good. I think that uh, the little sister character was pretty well done. Quite interesting. Of a very good character overall. But I think that it had an immense amount of humanity and heart. Remington, <laughs> get to the butt. However, uh-huh. and I need to, on a scale of one to angry mob, how much do I need to sharpen my pitchfork? I feel like a couple of the opinions I'm about to present are going to very strongly piss people off. <laughs> Oh no. Here we go. All right. I'm clenching my buttocks. I'm preparing for the worst. Let's see where this goes. Okay. Do you want me to start with with the the biggest problem or, or to work up to that? I think you should make it gradual. Okay, so I I think that while it has really strong immediate character development, I think it definitely stagnates very, very strongly. I think that not enough emphasis is put on to how awful the teacher of the elementary school was, because if anything, they are the single greatest villain in this entire narrative, and that just is not addressed in any meaningful way. But they, in my mind, are the most responsible, but that's not acknowledged or addressed. It's sort of implied, and that's the extent of it, which I thought was a little bit unfortunate. I think they should have hit that point a little bit home. I I thought that overall, some of the plot and pacing, uh, the the pacing was a bit iffy sometimes. I thought that sometimes it sort of meandered or didn't know exactly where it was going, and then sometimes some plot points felt extremely rushed. I thought overall the plot was a little amorphous, uh, and that at times it wasn't sure exactly what story it wanted to tell, which isn't to say that it was clueless. We have had some some anime that are clueless about what they want to tell, but this one, it didn't seem clueless, but it did seem a little bit confused at times. But I think possibly the single biggest criticism that I have about this, it's two-pronged, but it but they both have to do with the characters. Uh-oh. I think, one, when we view something like morality in this anime, unfortunately, it it is extremely not nuanced. And for something that's supposed to have such nuance within its characters, talking about like mental illness, social relationships, and very interesting ideas, it's something that I feel like you definitely should have nuance. However, the good characters were very, very good. The bad characters were very, very bad. And the times that they acted otherwise, it wasn't that you have an authentic character with strong motivations. Rather, it's that they're suddenly just acting otherwise. It felt very much 
like Pokemon morality. Oh no. Oh god. Which was unfortunate because I think it loses a lot of the potential depth that it could have. And I understand that it still captured those emotions and extremely powerfully, I might add. But at times it felt like it was just doing the basic equation to elicit an emotion. And I think that, and I touched on this a little bit before, the second prong is that a lot of the characters had almost no development, especially after elementary, uh, which is not only ludicrous, but then the characters just sort of stagnate, and then all of the characters feel very much samey, especially the the two, and I hate to say this because one of them is, is a character that I, I enjoyed watching, but two characters are possibly the two worst characters in the whole show. Don't say it. One of them, and this will be the least uh, unpopular opinion, is uh, Yuino? Ueno. Ueno. Uh, Ueno, who is just extremely evil and vindictive, and they I don't think they gave her proper motivation at all. She is just like the incarnate of all evil, and I, I just, it, it didn't seem real to me, and once again, it, it served to elicit the emotions it needed to, but her character was very, very one-dimensional, and it, it didn't go through a proper growth, didn't go through a proper process, and it was completely uninteresting in that regard. And in the complete inverse, a character who was borderline Mary Sue to the point that it was frustrating at times is unfortunately our main girl. Oh, God. Oh, no, Ram. That's the worst thing you could have said. And and I understand that. And I understand that it's going to be very unpopular. Unfortunately, she serves solely as a tragic figure. And they make her as tragic as humanly possible. And once again, I understand it, it's to elicit those emotions. However, it's just the same note played a bunch. It's the exact inverse of Ueno, where, oh no, she's sorry, she's bullied. She doesn't do anything wrong at any point, And she is just victim with nothing else. And I think that she didn't have a strong personality beyond victimhood. And that is very unfortunate. She was still a, a character who contributed to the overall emotional story. But I, I think that due to an utter lack of character development on her behalf, it did make the overall characters and plot significantly less interesting to me. Oh, Jesus Christ, Ram. I knew you were going to have some kind of big butt scenario here, but this is the biggest, smelliest butt you've dropped yet. And I know, and I wanted, I wanted so badly to, to like her and to fall in love with her as a character. Unfortunately, I just don't think that she's very well written. She has all the right moments that she should, for sure. It hits all the right beats that it should, but the characters fall flat, and so often they have little to no motivation for their actions, especially the stronger actions, and I'm left wondering why these characters are doing what they are doing other than because they're that one-dimensional type of person who does that thing. And oh, it, it hit me towards towards the end as everyone is just apologizing to each other in, in the same way. Th there wasn't a lot of different types of characters. In a way, the, the best friend character, I forget his name at, at the moment, but uh, good old Broccoli Head. Oh, he, Jesus. He, he was a pretty swell character too, and he was one of the more different types of characters, which was good to 
see because a lot of the others filled the exact same role. And that's really unfortunate. Once again, I think that when it comes to emotions, this movie captures emotions better than almost any other that I've seen. It would definitely be top 10, if not top five movie when it comes to capturing those emotions. I just really wish that it was able to deliver more in terms of, of substance. I want I wanted more story, more character development, more relationship development, more depth overall, because as it made me feel things and, and it feel powerful things, it just didn't have the, it had the heart, but it didn't have the depth that I wanted it to have. And I know that's going to be a very, very unpopular opinion. And it's one that I really wish that I didn't have. It's like you're trying to piss people off, Rem. Like, this isn't even funny how horrible these things you're saying are. And it, it struck me very early on in the movie, and I hoped that eventually it would change because it, it immediately struck me how, okay, I get it. The, these people are being very, very, very mean to her, and she is just extremely innocent. She is the most innocent you could ever possibly be. And I, I and then when it switches and we start bullying our main protagonist and it's like, okay, I get it. It's very, very, very not deserved now. And it's very, very, very over the top now. I just wanted to see a little bit more nuance and a little bit more shades of gray. And I feel like they could have been just as emotionally powerful, if not more so, if they went down that direction. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Ooh, this is rough. Uh, so, Remington, how, wh what font would you like your death certificate to be written in? <laughs> I was thinking maybe a Times New Roman, but at this point, you might, the best you will probably get is Comic Sans. Yeah, I, I think Comic Sans is is the only uh, thing that is, is deserved for uh, the joke of a life I've led and uh, the mockery I've made of everything around me. But I, I do want to express that the, the peaks of this movie do get very high. And I, I think it's worthwhile because of that. I just don't think you should go in expecting very strongly dimensioned characters and or or an extremely deep plot or relationships. I, I think that oh. a few moments, a few moments that I thought were minor, but also these I think are going to be less controversial, but also just bad. Uh, I thought that the grandma death was not handled well. I think that the aftermath and everything, I think it was a good story beat, but we were literally introduced to the grandma just like a couple scenes before. Okay, and then fair. it was like, hey, you should care. Oh no, she died. And they could have easily foreshadowed that a lot better. Similar to his, he he has an older sister, which is just a weird moment. And we never get to see her. And it was just very strange, that one. And it felt like maybe it was an inside joke, but it didn't go far enough to make it feel like it was an inside joke. And so that was just overall very, very weird. Uh, another smaller note, I, I didn't like the sort of burgeoning romantic angle that they sort of tried to play. And I don't get me wrong. I was glad that eventually they didn't necessarily drop it, but it was strongly de-emphasized, which I so greatly appreciated because ultimately what this story was about in my mind was friendship and it was about reconnecting as friends. And so to tack on a romantic angle too strongly there, I think would have sort of diminished it because it would have just been 
insert obligatory romance here. And instead of like, hey, friendship, we need to reconnect as people. Instead, it would be like, hey, baby, let's fuck because that's the obligatory thing to do. And they de-emphasized it. So that was very, very appreciated. You got the point of the show. It was more about friendship than about romance. There is that romance element because, I mean, yeah. It it felt like it was just obligatory. It it, didn't feel necessary or like it added to anything. It it felt very much like here's the trope we do, I guess. But they de-emphasized it, which I was very, very grateful for because it, it is a story about friendship. And I think as a story about friendship, once again, it hit all the right moments. It hit all the right beats. It hit the a lot of the right emotions very, very powerfully. I just think it could have done them in a better executed manner. Oh, fuck me, Ram. This is rough. I don't even know how to begin countering your points at this because you're making some decent points, but every fiber of my being is wanting to shout at you and telling you you're a dick and you're wrong. <laughs> I know, which is which is often how things go, especially for things like this. And I I really wanted to to find reasons that these weren't true because many of these I found relatively early on. And so for most of the movie, I was looking to disprove most of them. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that. And I want to emphasize, as I have multiple times already, I still do believe that this is worthwhile. I still believe that it is one of the most emotionally captivating things out there. And while it falls flat on things like the grandma or him escaping the hospital, those are are minor things. And while it also falls a little bit flat on character development, where apparently whoever you are in elementary is just basically sort of who you are going to be permanently, unless you are our main protagonist, I think it's still very powerful of a movie to watch. And I think that regardless of who you are, it's very, very likely to capture you emotionally and and to send you through a strong roller coaster. I mean, yeah, but fuck you, Ram. This is this is hurting me more than I expected it to. Like, I usually have a high tolerance for your harsh opinions because I can usually see what where you're coming from. And I guess I understand. But at the same time, man... Ow! And I I totally agree. Once again, it's very rare that I have opinions that I really wish I didn't because I was I was rooting to be proven wrong in these in these instances. I truly, truly was rooting for it it to make those changes so that I wouldn't have to be saying this now. Uh, unfortunately, it just didn't. The characters, all of the main characters, are. I, I think one of the problems with them is they're all just sort of so inept to such an extreme degree that so many things, the way they're executed, you're left just sort of wondering, why did it happen that way? Why didn't you just uh. do this? And and it definitely had just a, an excess of, of that. And, the, and there were some things that I just felt, I, I, I wish that the characters, especially the, the other friends, just had stronger individual personalities. Because unfortunately, other than, yeah, this is, this is the bitch character and this is the funny sidekick, they just sort of blended together. Oh, fucking hell, Ram. 
this was supposed to be a not controversial episode. This was supposed to be a nice episode about a nice movie that everybody seems to love and enjoy and can have fond memories of. But oh my god, not only are you insulting the main girl, which so many people love and adore, you're also insulting all of the side characters, which I get it. In the movie, they didn't get as quite in-depth with the side characters as they do in the manga, and yes, I know the manga doesn't matter. I've been preaching that for ages. Uh, also, something you should know, though, this is this two-hour movie is an adaptation of 60 manga chapters. Oh, so. Okay, yeah, no, that sort of explains quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that it doesn't explain all of the issues I have, but it explains a couple of the issues that I have with it. It's partially part of the reason I'm so fucking uh, tilted, because when I first heard about this movie, it wasn't immediately on Netflix, uh, so I went through and read all of the manga, and I was like, oh no, this is gonna be rough, this is gonna be harsh, this is gonna be difficult to deal with, uh, and I still love the movie a lot, but maybe that's because I still have those nuances of the other characters in my mind from the manga, but... Well, and I think that uh, it's totally fine to, to love this movie, and I I think that it it definitely, especially if you've gone through similar things, like I I resonate with definitely some very specific moments in this movie, and and they're they're extremely powerful. When when our main girl screams out, "I'm doing the best I can," that's a beautiful moment. When he's talking about starting tomorrow, it, it's a sense of optimism, but at the same time, futility because it's it's never about tomorrow. You can start tomorrow all you like. It's ultimately about what you should be doing now, in the now. It's not about tomorrow. It's not about what you've even done in the past. It's what you do every single day in the now that defines where you are and where you're going. And and I thought that there were, once again, beautiful moments that can really, really resonate with people. It's just between those moments that I struggled with more than I wanted to. Oh my god, Remington. Why do you have to be such a hateful man? I'm not a hateful man here. I have said many praises. You have. I have a very nuanced view of this movie. And your nuances are shit. <laughs> <laughs> they they are unpopular. I I agree. And I I pers they're unpopular with myself. Oh my However, god. However, uh, I am going to say the honest thing and and how I feel. And and ultimately that that's where I lie. And if anybody is listening to us for the first time or the first couple of times <laughs> And uh, they did not realize what Remington was like. They think he's putting on a character. Yeah, no, no, no. This is just how he is. I've emphasized that point several times. If he wasn't like this, he would not have said those fucking things. One, one thing that you, you can't uh, you can't fault me for, I don't put on a character. I don't hate things just to hate them. I don't pretend I like them if I don't. I, I simply share my very honest thoughts in, in the best way that I possibly can. Yeah, the problem is, is your thoughts make you seem like a bit of a thought if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> are, are, are you coming on to me, Sean? <laughs> You know, I thought I could make some jokes in this part about that movie because, you know, I, I viewed several of our uh, relationship points between different characters in the movie. And I was going to make some goofs. I was going to make some jokes about that. You know, uh, the resonance I feel between, you know, uh, Broccoli Boy and uh, <laughs> and, ma and Main Bro. Of course. Uh, or, you know, hell, even just the relationship between uh, you and me compared to uh, the main dude and little sister. You Which know? I, I will say, when it comes to 
characters, the little sister is actually genuinely well done. When it comes to character development, the little sister showed way more character than almost any other. I think she might be my favorite character because she had some interesting nuance, depth, strong motivations. It was clear where she was at, where she was going and why at every stage there was decent moments and growth with her. Like if every character was to the same level as Yuzu, I believe it was. Uh, Yuzuru, yeah. Yeah, Yuzuru. Then, oh man, then this movie would be a possible contender for my favorite of all time because I think that Yuzuru was genuinely a very, very good character. She is, and all the other characters are good too. You're just a dick. (laughs) Stop being such a dick. I, I, I can't suddenly have opinions that, that I don't have. Oh, man. Oh, this is this, this is a lot. Oh, God. I was not expecting this level of heinous qualifications from you, Rem. I mean, I guess I'm grateful you're honest with your opinion, but at the same time, my dude. I, I think that there will be a, a large section of our listeners who can appreciate the nuance that I, I bring to this anime. Oh, God. Uh... I I strongly appreciate what I believe it does exceptionally well. However, what it does exceptionally well does not blind me to some potential shortcomings. Well, Ravenson, I suppose it's not me you have to apologize to. Uh, It's all the people who recommended this movie. Oh, no. (laughs) Is is it quite the list? Uh, It's a list. (laughs) Oof. Give me one second. Uh, I appreciate all of their recommendation, and I I'm think, not sure you do. I think it was a great recommendation, and it's one that was a, a nice break from all of the terrible, awful bullshit you've been showing me recently. Well, guess what's going to resume really fucking quickly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just gotta make sure that I, uh, yep, nope, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, there's a couple, Ram. Uh, so, uh, for those of you who recommended this, thank you so much. I, I'm so sorry that this is what you got. Um, so thank you, Hugh, Hayden, JC, Grant, Elias, and, uh, all the people on our Discord who recommended it as well as a potential reward for Remington if you joined the Discord. <laughs> Um, it, 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 it was great. It was it was really worth watching. Right. Uh, and thank you all. There was quite quite a list of you. Uh, oh man, I'm 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 gonna need a nap after this. This is rough. Uh, I'll look on the bright side, Rem. At least we can get back to back to square tax. Uh, next time uh we record. Oh yeah, no. Uh, for you're probably not aware, but the way our recommendations channel works, Remington, is they will people will drop a recommendation and. And in order to see how much want, how much they vote for it, they will leave an emote on the comment. Oh, okay. That's uh, pleasant. Oh, yeah, it's very pleasant. Uh, there are current, and usually it'll be like a thumbs up or yeah. like a point up. Yeah. Uh, this one has nine emotes on it. Oh, okay, quite a bit. They're all hearts. <laughs> they, they might be changed to broken hearts pretty soon. <laughs> that would not surprise me. As mine is also broken. Uh, so thank you, Hunt Lord, for suggesting that originally. Uh, but, oh, no. <laughs> well, is, is there anything else that uh, you think we should address or talk about with uh, with the silent voice, Sean? Remington, I don't have much to say in your defense. 
I think I just kind of have to open the gates and see how people treat you on this because honestly, Rem, I want to disagree with you on every point, but I can see where you're coming from and I hate that. <laughs> I, I feel like that is one of the essential qualities that happens a lot to a lot of our listeners. It is. It is. It really is. I, I don't know if it's sufficient enough that it'll save me in the end, but you know, it's it's nice that uh, there there's some level of understanding there. <laughs> There's understanding to be certain, but oh god. It's very unpopular understanding. <laughs> like, you do like this movie though, right, Ram? I, I do like this movie. I also maintain that I was pretty accurate with comparing it to Merchant of Venice and My Name is Earl. Just combine those two <laughs> and there are many similarities. Fuck, I don't have anything else to say. Usually I have clever remarks or witty goofs for this, but I'm actually just genuinely hurt. <laughs> It's it's gonna be it's gonna be okay, Sean. Uh, oh, I don't know if it will be, Rem. I'm gonna need a nap after this. <laughs> oh man, our next torture session is gonna be so satisfying. I'm not looking forward to it. Nor should you be. So you got a bit of a reprieve for, uh, with a good film, uh, but oh man, I'll be honest with you, Rem. It's not gonna get much prettier from here until you cave. Oof. So I guess I have to ask: Would you ever want to watch a silent voice with me again, man? You know what? I I think that it would be very valuable to rewatch, so I, I do think so, yes. Okay, good, good, good. And I would ask you if you give in, but that's not really the kind of episode we're going for. <laughs> yep, no, not till next one. No, no. Uh, on the off chance, would you give in? Nah. Nah, I didn't think so. That would have been too easy. I gave you a carrot before I gave you the <laughs> stick. Granted, the stick is about the size of, you know, a redwood tree, but it, It's hey. good cop, bad cop-ish. Ish, yeah. I came and gave you something nice, which you hurt me with, and now I'm gonna have to hurt you back in return, because man, that's gonna piss some people off. Can't wait. Oh, goodness. Uh, and then I guess that'll do it for us. Uh, before uh, I do my usual sign-off, once again, guys, uh, please, if you're able to, uh, go watch one of your favorite KyoAni shows. Uh, this one, Your Name, or any of their other plethora of really good content. And just try to remember all the good things that this studio has done for us and share it, talk about it, and just share the love as much as possible. And if you are able to, please donate to uh, the studio in whatever way you feel is possible whether it's through Sentai Filmworks uh, GoFundMe or just by buying prints from the store directly. Honestly, whatever you do, I'm sure it'll be a big help, and the more love we send their way, the more they will understand how much they mean to us as a community, even all the way over here in America. Uh, and with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed whatever the fuck Remington just said, <laughs> I had a hard time processing it, if I'm honest. Uh, then please leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you really want to help us grow, word of mouth is the best way to do it. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether that, and if you would like to contact us directly, whether that is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConBod on Twitter, or you can send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and keep an eye out for our discord links uh we will be dropping them periodically you can join the masses in insulting remington <laughs> and i'm also going to put this out there if you really have a good way of refuting remington then please let us know whether it's on our discord over twitter or through the email because i'm curious to see what people think of this because right now i'm so dumbfounded i have very little to respond to i, I, I will listen to rebuttals and refutations yeah just try to be polite and adult about it uh if you really want someone to curse ram out uh i can do that later <laughs> 
off mic or on mic, depending on how he reacts to some of my other favorite animes, but <laughs> we'll have to see. So until then, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister.